Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from August 16th until August 23rd. As we experience the Leo new moon on August 16th, we have some big Uranus energy unfolding this week, and then we enter Virgo season, which begins on August 23rd, the same day that Mercury stations retrograde in Virgo. Virgo. So we are moving through the final week of Leo season and transitioning into Virgo season that is quite interesting because of that Mercury retrograde energy. Now I did a podcast episode for you on Monday discussing the Mercury retrograde in Virgo energies and themes, which I hope supports you in understanding what to expect, what to work with, as well as knowing what is right on time as it comes to your awareness. Mercury retrograde is a fantastic time to plan to catch up, to slow down, to look at what is in front of you that you need to take care of, you need to work through more, maybe you need to come back to it. And Mercury retrograde in Virgo helps us take care of what we're responsible for and allow it to be a time period where you get caught up on things, but you're going easy on yourself. You're not trying to be some unrealistic standard of perfection. And you're also not letting guilt take over or override something, thinking, oh, I should have done this sooner. Oh, I should have done this already. It is what it is. It's in front of you now. And it's time to use these energies as you can to make progress on what's in front of you. I will talk a bit more about those energies later in the show as we look at the incoming Virgo energies. But first, when I'm recording this show, it is August 16th. The Leo new moon is unfolding at 23 degrees, making an exact square to Uranus in Taurus at 23 degrees. And this is an energy of surprises, unexpected development. There can be a recklessness with Uranus squaring the sun. There can be impulsivity and a desire to just do something, almost like the energy bursts through and it can be all-consuming or overwhelming. It can feel like you don't know why you had to do something, but you just did. And because Uranus is the energy of revolution and rebellion, there could be something that you're realizing, I don't want that anymore. I'm done with that. I'm over it. You could also feel something maybe come through that inspires you to move forward, to take action. And there's an immediacy as well with Uranus. So this is a potent time of change and you could see some things shifting in your energy. You could feel yourself shifting and changing as well. And because the energy of Uranus doesn't really want us to sit still, it would be important to move the energy as needed, to trust where it's showing up for you, and to remember your responsibility with it. Strong Uranus energy can also show up as accidents, where the energy moves too fast, there's a carelessness, again, a recklessness, and things happen that can be regretful. So the mindfulness is important, the consciousness of the energy is necessary, But this is also a time of looking at 
what that Uranus in Taurus wants to reprogram in the Sun in Leo expressions. And so maybe you have some exciting new creation underway. Maybe there's something coming through and you just feel a zap of intensity around it. Like, I have to do this. I have to go for this. The energy is wanting us to shift, to open up something. And because Uranus has a Shazam factor, Shazam, Kapow, like you're living inside a comic book, there could be something here as well that seems so crazy, so bonkers. And then something around it is going to connect. Something around it is going to land because Uranus in Taurus then trines Mars in Virgo. And Mars in Virgo is practical, is about taking necessary steps forward, is about looking at what can be done. Mars in Virgo is an athlete. It's a soldier. It's the energy of personal responsibility around what you want to move towards and how you want the energy to progress forward. So it's almost like you could get some kind of creative breakthrough, genius idea, something shifting. By the way, this can be something that you're not happy about. This could be that surprise that's a shock and you're like, oh my goodness, I never saw this coming. This doesn't feel good. I don't know if I want this. And then as Uranus works with Mars, there is a steadiness. There's something that stabilizes that is beneficial. So something beneficial is meant to come through after this new moon is exact And you could then want to organize it, compartmentalize it. Let me put this on a spreadsheet. Let me jot down all these ideas or all these ways it can happen. So it is important to document anything as it comes up, as it comes through. If you have the next genius idea, make sure to write it down. Make sure that you're also aware of the particulars. Can this really work? Can this really come together? And the trine between Uranus and Taurus and Mars and Virgo. These are earth signs. The trine says, yes, yes, this can happen. Yes, this is the way to go. So if something, again, falls apart, surprises you, catches you off guard, it's over, it doesn't work, then you're meant to move the energy towards that Mars and Virgo who has a plan, who knows what to do with it for next steps. So I feel like there are beneficial developments that will come from this Leo new moon, And this is going to impact you more personally if you have planets or points at 23 degrees of the fixed signs. And so I'm being very specific here at 23 degrees of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius, because this is where you're feeling that change. And the reason why this is also important for you is because Uranus is now in new territory. Uranus has not been at 23 degrees of Taurus yet. And so Uranus is going to be coming back to work with you through this process until March 2025. Yes, a year and a half. And so that's why if you have planets or points at 23 degrees, this is an initiation cycle that you're moving through where Uranus is tearing things up and it's going to feel like 
perhaps a roller coaster. There's going to be uncertainty. And what Uranus wants to do, one of the driving intentions of Uranus is to break you free from anything that isn't connected to your authentic frequency. And so this is where we have choices. We always have choices. So you step up and step into more of your authentic self. You say, this is who I am. This is what I enjoy. This is what I like. Yes, I love astrology. I don't care if you judge me. Yes, I love doing this thing in my life. I don't care what you think. Yes, this is what I want to do next. This is the choice I'm making. And I know other people will be affected and I can't be concerned with that because I have to trust myself. I have to be in my own self-worth. I have to love myself enough to be authentic and to know that's where I'm going to source more power and more creation. And so this is where those of you who have those 23 degrees of the fixed signs, you are entering into new territory of yourself where the universe requires you to be more of who you are. Be more of who you are. And that, in fact, is how you ride these Uranian waves to new heights. And they're not really waves. They're more like jolts. They're more like electrical shocks. And that's where you go higher and the universe meets you there. So this is where if you are breaking out of something and you're breaking free, keep in mind Mars is supporting you right now. But Mars moves forward. Mars isn't always going to be making this trine to Uranus. So there's something here that's important about trusting a plan, following the steps, looking at the process that is designed to carry you forward as you break out or break free from anything that was holding you back from your own authentic frequency. And again, this will continue into March 2025. Since Uranus is going to retrograde back and then revisit this 23 degrees of Taurus a few times into 2025. And after this new moon is exact and Mars and Virgo trines Uranus and Taurus, we're going to have Venus retrograde in Leo squaring Uranus in Taurus at 23 degrees as well. And this happens on August 22nd. August 22nd, Venus squares Uranus. And this is a process that Venus has already been initiated into because she first squared Uranus when she was direct in early July. July 1st through July 3rd. This is now the second interaction. And the third square with Uranus will happen the end of September. September 28th to 30th. And so if there's things coming up that are surprising you, it could be rattling your finances or your money. It could be shaking up relationships, partnerships, friendships. Keep in mind that Venus is about feminine energies and it's about those that you have things in common with, those that you enjoy sharing with. Venus wants those connections. Venus wants harmony and fun. In fact, she wants to enjoy things when she's in Leo. But the square here to Uranus is actually showing you the truth, a truth. Again, an authentic frequency. It can show you someone who's actually really low vibe, no matter what they try to do, like whatever mask they put on. There's something here where you could have some revelations around people's true character, You could also have some revelations around 
what matters to you in these connections, whether those are friendships or siblings, whether these are romantic energies, people you're dating. So things tend to pick up and accelerate when Uranus is squaring a planet. And it also can be a very quick change, like you're just done. You're just over it. It's gone. No, thank you. Now, because this particular square between Venus and Uranus occurs three times, it tells us that we're in a process and the process will complete during the third square, again, the end of September, September 28th to 30th. So you could be having some more insights now, some deeper layers, some deeper understandings also related to your power and what that means for you in relationships, in friendships, in connections. And by power, as it relates to Venus, it's tapping into the power of what you need, the power of what you desire and what you want. And there could be some things here that you realize, wow, this is why this isn't working, or this is why it hasn't been working. But with the energy at this time, we have both Mercury and Mars and Virgo who are the problem solvers and who want you to bring those things to the table, bring those issues, bring those topics or situations to someone else to talk it through. And there's so many ways that things can be solved. And if you have that mindset of, okay, I'm understanding what's not working for me. I'd like to discuss it more. I'd like to find something else that will work better, a new approach, a new perspective. And if you're able to really articulate it in a way that someone else can understand, that's how you make progress. That's how things get resolved. That's how you fix the issues. That's also how relationships grow with us. And that's something to keep in mind is that part of the intention of Venus is to have connections that are healthy, that are fun, that feel good, that light you up, you know, people you enjoy. Here we are on a planet with 7 billion people, and it's about finding those that you resonate with, you look forward to connecting or to seeing them. And maybe you are doing some deeper rewiring and reprogramming around those in your world who are the right fit, as well as understanding, okay, that's over, that served its purpose. You know, that isn't even someone that I have much in common with anymore. And that could be something that you're realizing as well, especially with Venus retrograde. And the retrograde is the review, the reconsideration. There's a slowdown with retrograde planets, and we're meant to slow down to tune into ourselves, to tune into who we are now and what we need, and to look at what things have been on autopilot and where to take responsibility for that as well. Because if you were trying to keep the peace, if you were looking to just have people in your world or in your life because they've always been there, they could be blocking or taking up energy, time, and space that is better used for others or for new connection or for truer friendships. So allow this to be a time of truly checking in with yourself and checking in with your heart, which is part of the Venus in Leo manifesto, where you check in with what is true for you that feels loving, stable, reliable, strong, also joyful, fun, creative, allows you to enjoy life, things you look forward to. 
I feel like this Venus retrograde could also be reconnecting you with any passions, any hobbies, any things that you didn't have time for and you realize, oh wow, I really loved going to this kind of class. I really love this kind of activity and I'd like to bring that back into my world. I want that to re-enter into my daily calendar or into my space. So this is about what lights you up and calling in more of that energy. And as this Venus retrograde squares Uranus, you might have some things that just happen instantaneously. There is a spontaneity with this Uranus, especially a square. Now, the Uranus square means that Uranus is the bigger energy. It's the more dominant, more powerful energy. But the interesting thing here about this particular aspect is that Venus rules Uranus in Taurus. And so this could really be a jolt from the universe of something that you know you already want, you already need, you already enjoy, and the universe is redirecting you back to that truth. Almost like a closed circuit of energy where you are in this bigger conversation with your authentic frequency, and then the universe brings in something quickly or instantly, And it's just, maybe it's a solid yes. It could also be a definite no. But either way, this is where it's very important to absolutely honor what is worthy of your time, your creation, and what fulfills you. What really fills your glass. What really gives you life. And if you don't know, ask. In fact, allow the Leo new moon to light up that intention to bring you more of what you enjoy, what you want, what you need in your world. This is also important for relationships. Leo is about our attractions, our desires, but it's an unconscious attraction, meaning perhaps if you look back on your life and people that you have dated or you've romantically been involved with, there's certain things that you're attracted to, right? There's certain qualities. And let's just say... There's certain physical features that you're attracted to. And truth be told, that's the case for all of us. There's just certain things you're attracted to in someone. And yes, you can be attracted to multiple kinds of people. But the Leo energy, again, it's that primal attraction where you feel almost like it's just who you are. So keep in mind that there are things we're innately drawn to, we're magnetized to. And that could be something as well that gets lit up with this Venus retrograde squaring Uranus for the second time is that this is the next layer of messages. This is something that you're seeing in yourself. Maybe it's a pattern. Maybe it's a habit. Maybe it's something that's working well for you. Maybe it's something that's not working well. And the universe is saying, hey, we need you to look at this. We need you to see this and to be more conscious around this pattern. But this is also a time to go slower to hear to hear more consciously what those energies are within you and what they bring up. So this energy is exact on August 22nd, but I feel like it's in play and it's still coming up ever since the Leo new moon on August 16th. So basically we have a week of a lot of Uranian energy and it's going to be working with us personally because of the interactions with the New moon, Mars in Virgo, and Venus retrograde in Leo. 
so you could feel that multiple areas of your life are being changed up with this Uranian influence. Now, the other energy we have this week is also on August 22nd when Mars in Virgo opposes Neptune retrograde in Pisces at 27 degrees. And the opposition between Mars and Neptune can feel like a loss of energy, can feel like a slowdown, uh, that you need more sleep, you need more rest. There's also a challenge here between the Mars and Virgo ego what you're working on, what you're working towards, and the opposition to Neptune, which removes it and takes it away. So let's say you have a project you're working on and you've been showing up, you've been getting it done, you've been organizing it and figuring out the best approach. Neptune comes in and will take things away from it that you had planned or that you were relying on. Neptune is also going to change up the details. It's going to remove some things that you thought you could rely on. So the opposition between Mars and Neptune is one of releasing expectations, going easy on yourself. Um, Also knowing that if you're particularly agitated and annoyed by these developments, that something else is going to come through, but that there could be a sense here of, why am I working on this? Why am I doing this? What's the payoff? What's this about? And the next day we have the sun entering Virgo and Mercury stationing retrograde in Virgo. So we have this focus on Virgo energies as we begin Virgo season, but the focus on Virgo energies is a slowdown. And it could feel like you just need more time, more time to get organized, more time to gather things together, more time to look at the details of what you need to take care of. And it could even feel like everything keeps changing. You know, like you're trying to organize it and then there's something else that shows up or something else that is taken away. This could even feel like herding cats and everything is running about and you're trying to organize it. You're trying to make sense of it and maybe you just can't yet. So this is where we have to lean back and not go into over Virgoing it because the over Virgoing it is when you start to micromanage and you start to buckle down and you're like, all right, I'm going to create these exact specifications of how it needs to go. But when we do that, sometimes things get so locked in or overly specific that it doesn't allow room for the universe to assist or for the universe to support or take care of some things. So as Virgo season gets started on August 23rd, both Mars in Virgo and Mercury in Virgo are in these conundrums of how do I figure this out? And the universe is saying, maybe you don't figure it out just yet. Maybe you don't overthink it or overanalyze it. Virgo is the energy of scientific data, analysis, methodology, how we take information and we put it into an organized format. Reminds me of my my thesis for graduate school, where anything that you're studying, anything that you are observing, you're analyzing it, you want to be able to summarize it or put it into a format where others understand. It needs to be linear, needs to make sense. These are beautiful Virgo strengths. This is where the Virgo mind is very intellectual, 
can see issues, can find the problems, and then help redirect it to the right next steps or the right solutions. But another Virgo strength is being adaptable and being matter of fact and just saying, you know what, this isn't working. And that's the energy that shows up as we enter Virgo season. So August 22nd, August 23rd, if things feel crunchy, uncertain, they don't have flow, they're not moving forward, then take a beat, take a breath, step back, go for a walk, move the energy through the body, and that is another Virgo strength. And in fact, that could be one of the best ways as we move into Virgo season to work with this energy, where you're making commitments to your own self-care, your own personal needs, and you have a way of moving any frustration, right? You go for a long walk, you jump on the Peloton, you go do hot yoga or take a swim to clear your head, clear the mind, allow the energy to move through you, and know that you'll probably discover something even better as a result of that meaning as a result of moving the energy through your body. So Virgo season officially begins on August 23rd when the sun enters Virgo at 5.01 a.m. That is Eastern time. And the sun entering Virgo moves into the mutable earth energy. Virgo is the sixth sign of the zodiac and also a time of coming back into ourselves to look at what do I need to organize in my life, in my energy? What do I need to take care of and focus on? And at the same time, with Mercury retrograde in Virgo, I feel like this is going to be a wonderful time period of actually making progress and taking care of those things that we can easily forget. Now, with Mercury retrogrades, which happen three or four times a year. The way that I personally have learned to work with them is to focus on what I want to take care of that I can do in those three-week periods of time. And so as we approach this next Mercury retrograde in Virgo, this is wonderful for planning and being purposeful about the areas of your life that you need to straighten up. This is also a good time to do the little things that support our daily life. So for example, this could be Mercury retrograde where you go through your phone and you delete all those dang apps that you never use, right? You had to download it once and you never use it again. Mercury retrograde, clean it up. Clean out your email inbox. Clean up things that you don't need, that aren't useful, that no longer resonate. Allow those things to leave. Virgo is also about how we care for ourselves physically. It's about grooming. It's about healthy lifestyle practices. And so there could be things that you're looking at, let's say on your bathroom counter, that you want to clean up or clean out, right? Get rid of that old mascara. Invest in your dream tweezers. Throw out the expired nail polish. Get rid of any of those lotions and potions and shaving creams or whatever, that are on your counters. This is all the domain of Virgo, by the way, because Virgo is not only grooming, it's a beautician. So maybe you want to treat yourself to a waxing appointment. Go schedule that pedicure you've been putting off. Maybe it's about scrubbing the grout in between the tiles in the bathroom. I know this sounds ridiculous, but I'm being serious. This is very Virgo. And by the way, a friend of mine, she's a super Virgo, 
And she told me that she gets so happy when she can clean out the refrigerator with a toothbrush. And I'm like, come over to my house, please. That's exactly what I need. So this could be a time of polishing and shining and improving, taking care of those little things that we don't think about, but that can make our energy feel cleaner and clearer. And that's basically what it comes down to, especially in Virgo season. Where do you need to clean up your energy? Where do you need to let things go and remove them? This could also be great for the reorganization projects, um, anything that feels too heavy on your mind or in your body or in your life. So really have a practical eye as you assess and discern what you need in your world that is good for your energy and what is not. And if you need help, simply watch Marie Kondo on Netflix, binge watch her cleaning series, or any of those shows that are about organizing, and that will help you get your Virgo groove on, especially with Mercury retrograde in Virgo that wants us to look at our daily habits, our daily energy, and what we're taking care of regularly. So Virgo is the sixth sign of the zodiac, and the first six signs of the zodiac are about our sense of self, self-understanding, self-knowingness, really getting clear on what you need, who you are, what you enjoy. And so when we arrive in Virgo season, there's a few things that we need to check in on and be intentional around. The first is looking at what started for you in Aries season. So Aries season was back in March, March 20th, 21st, and it was the equinox And Aries is the first sign of the zodiac where we begin a process. We initiate, we plant seeds, and we allow those seeds to develop and grow. Then in Virgo season, we reap our harvest. We look at what crops have come up, what has developed, what has worked, what hasn't worked. And Virgo season is also where we need to maintain what we started. We maintain what was initiated or began. We check in on how we are taking care of it regularly or daily. So for example, if in Aries season you started a new workout routine or a new lifestyle, or maybe you were changing up your eating habits, and I know it can take a minute to think back on Aries season to even remember what was going on then, but now Virgo season, in terms of how the astrological wheel works, is where you check in and look at the results. Is this paying off? Has eating more protein and vegetables been really good for me? But am I still getting enough carbs and fat? So there's lifestyle habits that we check in on. And you could also look at, okay, I tried that, it didn't work. Or I thought I would see what would happen with this, it turns out I don't like it. So part of Virgo is being discerning and also realistic because the Virgo energy is gonna tell you yes or no often very clearly. Another good friend of mine who has three planets in Virgo, Sun, Moon, and Mercury, she will be so direct and so clear with you around something and she'll say, it's not that complicated. You're making it too complicated. You're making it too much or just make it clear, make it simple, don't do all that. The Virgo energy has that discernment of cutting back and cutting out what you don't need, whatever that excess is, whatever is even perhaps been too big in the emotional body 
or too big in the mental body. So allow Virgo to bring you back into your body, your mind, your energy field, and to check in. Check in on what your energy needs, what it doesn't need. And I feel this beautiful synergy that unfolds when we're in that state of knowingness and we're connected to our body consciousness. We are in a flow between the mind and body. We are able to not only see and perceive and think about things in our brain, but our bodies have a second brain in the gut. And this is the Virgo domain of how you are trusting all the information you're receiving and taking in, but you're prioritizing what is true for you. You're trusting your gut. You're trusting what your body is saying. And there can be this beautiful open flow between the energy meridians in the body that are naturally designed to move and to communicate and to connect with each other, especially when you are fully accepting yourself. And so part of the lower Virgo energy is where you can see everything that's wrong. This is not working. I don't like this. This is not efficient. And then even the messages of guilt around, I'm not doing enough. I'm not fixing enough. I'm not providing enough. Because that Virgo desire to be useful and on purpose, to be of service and to contribute, sometimes that can take you outside of yourself where it creates perhaps guilt or unrealistic perfection standards, or where you start to turn against yourself. And even that inner critic starts to get louder and can give you messages of what you're not doing enough of or you're not doing it well. And so part of this time is to also travel with self-compassion and self-acceptance around your humanness, around what you can truly manage and what you can take care of, as well as what you don't have to take on, what you don't have to put in front of you. Sometimes that Virgo energy will take on everybody else's stuff. Let me fix that for you. Let me do that for you. Virgo can be a coach. It can be the coach who shows you what needs to get done, how to improve, what to do better. And then it can also be that internal coach that wants you to remember what you're doing well and what you're taking care of that does matter, but, but not to your own detriment. So look at what have you taken on for other people that they need to be responsible for. Almost like you put it on your plate and now you realize, no, this shouldn't be on my plate. This should be on their plate. So it's where we learn to also establish those healthy boundaries that support your energy while allowing other people to take on and manage what they are responsible for too. I feel like this is going to be an even stronger theme with Mercury retrograde in Virgo, where you're going to be saying no, no thank you, rather. Politely, kindly, I have to pass, I don't have availability, I don't have time, I'm already at capacity. This could be a wonderful opportunity to honor what you need, to prioritize what you need without feeling guilty, without feeling the shoulds or maybe if, or maybe I'll just try a little. Again, take it as it feels correct for you, but just know that there's something here where the universe is asking us to come back into ourselves, to come back into our body, to assess 
what is supporting our healthy living, where your energy is rising, where you're feeling stronger, where you're feeling more capable and loving of yourself and your body, while also accepting your beautiful humanness. So I hope all of this supports starting Virgo season and Mercury retrograde in Virgo with a healthy mindset and with an understanding of perhaps some priorities and things that will be important as we move into Virgo season. As we close out Leo season, it's where we look at what we have created, what we have connected with that we want, that we desire, and then we move into the Virgo ability to create it in physical form, to manifest it. Now, this is one of the trends of the zodiac wheel where every fire sign is followed by an earth sign. And that fire sign gets us excited and motivated, lights us up. It's the energy of action and creation, spiritual growth. It's where we feel inspired to do something. Then when the energy moves into the earth sign, it brings us down to the ground to look at, does this have legs? What can come from these inspirations? How do I make this a reality? How do I take all of this fun or excitement and ideas and then make it into something in my world that is solid and sustainable? And so that could be another theme this week as we move through the final degrees of Leo and into Virgo where you could see some things that, yes, I can make this happen. I can take this forward. And then maybe you'll also assess some things and say, okay, it was a great idea and I love it. It was inspiring, but I'm not so sure I'm going to be able to do much with it. And it might just be something that I come back to at a later time. So I hope this is a week where that influence from Uranus in Taurus lights you up, shows you more of what your authentic frequency is right now, reveals more of what you want and desire, as well as potentially sets you free from anything that is not needed or not part of your path going forward. Uranus will also be strong towards the end of August as it stations retrograde on August 28th, and I'll be talking about that in next Wednesday's episode. Just a reminder that my 2023 Soul Growth Astrology program is 50% off and it shows more about the energies of every Mercury retrograde and Venus retrograde. So if you want to log in and check that out, feel free to do so at 50% off. You use coupon code 2023. And for those of you who are already in the program, be sure and log in and check it out to see how the energies are showing up for you, as well as where this Mercury retrograde is working with you more personally in your chart by house placement. So as always, thank you so much for joining me for this show. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday for a new episode. And if you want to learn more about astrology, please check out all of my current programs and courses at mollymccord.online. That's also where you will find business development information for those of you who are astrologers, your readers, your intuitives, you are a solopreneur where you're building something on your own. I want to support you. I want you to step into more of your gifts and your success with those gifts. And I hope that those offerings on my site are timely for you as well. Wishing you a beautiful Leo new moon 
and I will see you soon as we move into Virgo season together. Take good care, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.